Happy Sunday, y'all. When I tell you, I stepped outside for a moment this morning and the breeze, the breeze was, it was breathtaking. Oftentimes we take those moments for granted, those moments of nature, appreciate nature. Um, appreciating God, appreciating the wind, the trees, just the quietness, just the sounds of, of nature, just hearing other life moving. It kind of sometimes motivates you to, to get up and and you move to, you know, you know, like that song, you move, I move just like that. (laughs) But, um, the breeze was beautiful this morning and I had to take a moment and pause and just embrace that breeze and just, Take a deep breath because we don't often do that with ourselves. We don't often just take a moment just to breathe and just not think and just be. And that's one of your ingredients to peace. I'm going to tell you that right now. So get into the habit. Your peace, all that stress. Just give yourself a moment. Those are one of the most key components of compassion is for yourself and um, and the love for yourself is to acknowledge yourself by taking a deep breath that you're living, that you're alive. And it's a blessing that you're living and it's a blessing that you're alive. And once you take that deep breath, think about how you're going to create your day. You know, don't think about, oh, I got this. Don't don't just jump to the stress, jump to the creation, because that's when you can plan your enjoyment. When I tell y'all, I had me a good old time so far this weekend, honey. Me and my son, we end up, and um, one of my cousins, we end up going to a um concert. I just out of nowhere, it was real random. Didn't have no plans to go to it. And that's what I love about me. One thing about me, I'm very, very spontaneous. <laughs> I mean... Something going on I don't know nothing about and I didn't plan for it and I'm interested. Oh, I'm going to make a way to get done and we get in there and we going to have a time. <laughs> and that's what happened. Um, It was a concert in town. And so I called my um oldest son, Adonis. I just adore, I adore all my kids. Um, But Adonis, you know, that that's that's my concert partner. He just loves R&B. He loves music just like me. And we just, we just, whole vibe. This is our third concert we done went to together. And so we have such a good time because it's just safe. It's just so much love. And we just enjoy each other's company. And I know that can seem sometimes a little strange because <laughs> my son is 18. And I'm almost 40. But he, he likes hanging with his mama. And I like hanging with my son. <laughs> and it just is what it is. It is what it is. And I don't even think he thinks about it like that. Like, you be hanging with your mama all the time. But, I mean, we vibe out. We live life. I teach them kids how to live life. And I'm so thankful that they want me to be a part of it. That's a blessing because, you know, sometimes, you know, when it deals with children and these kids, they grow up. Sometimes they grow apart from you. And it's so hard to get disconnected from your child, even when you've been around them so long. And sometimes that can happen with teenagers because they feel like, um, you know, they, they somehow think we can't relate to them when not realizing that we, we've been your age. OK, <laughs> so we can relate in so many ways than one. So that's why it's so important to establish those um, relationships and those um, and that comfortable foundation. 
for your ch- your kids to come to you and and to be around you so y'all can share and live and grow. I really feel like me uh, and these kids were growing together and I'm I'm starting to to really really see that now how we've grown together like our relationship when he was a little boy. You know, of course, it was different when he was, you know, about 10. It was different when he started becoming a teenager, you know, it started, you know, changing. So now that he's 18, you know, I just where we're at now, it's just it's, it was, it's a beautiful thing to acknowledge in this time. So we went to a concert, y'all. We had such a good time. I mean, all the vibes were there. And and I it was just a beautiful time of just celebration of life, especially for me, because y'all. Let me tell y'all something. When I mentioned last time about take care of your health, I meant that with my whole chest. And I don't care how old you are. 18, 16, 52, 62, 32. I don't care. Take care of you and take care of your health. Because it's so important. But it's also scary. And I do understand that because let me let me share y'all about my, my little that little kind of health scare and that carousel of mind, um, that carousel mind of mine that <laughs> that start to turn like like our minds always do. So um, this year, you know, like I said, I'll be 40. I mentioned that a whole lot because I'm actually so proud. I can't help it. I feel um, excuse me. I'm sniffing y'all. You know, this weather is changing. Oh, my gosh. I'm in Florida. One minute is cold. One minute is hot. So it's like, ugh, it's like flu season. So I'm trying to. Avoid catching the cold. So forgive me if I sniff a couple of times. <laughs> but um, when you, you're faced with sometimes, um, you know, little health scares, especially as you get older. And like I said, I'm turning 40 this year. So um, it's time to really start homing in on that health because I want my latter days to be greater than my former. I want to be as healthy as possible so I can really, really enjoy my, my latter days. Because like I said, when you get to about 40, the life expectancy these days is about 80 years. So you make it a 40, you made it halfway through life. So it's like, that's a very, very, very monumental moment personally to me, in my opinion. So I'm first of all, I'm just grateful I'm at this point. But then I think of after 40, like, I don't know what life's going to look like, but I know it's going to be a lot of changes. I'm getting older. So, you know, you want to start really, really living and learning and appreciating things so you can really start getting into real creative mode. So on your way down or out or however, you know, um, God is going to see it for you in the end. You know, you can really start living and being happy on the way out. And so that takes taking care of yourself too. That's a part of that. Cause who wants to be, you know, sick with, um, ailments and some things you can't control. And I understand that, but some things you can manage and avoid too. If you stop being hard headed, go to the doctor and see about yourself, bump them bills, bump all that. Listen, take care of you. The bills are going to be there, but your life is so much more precious than a bill. Cause oftentimes some people be, sometimes people can't go. And that's unfortunate. Um, is, but some people can go to, to the doctor, they have insurance and they don't go. And that's unfortunate. You know, that's why you have insurance. Go man. See about yourself. So, um, I, that, that was my plan this year. So I had to start getting to it. Cause I started, um, you know, just, I know, I know I need to lose a little bit of weight. I already know that. <laughs> and that was my plan this year too, to get serious about it. But it gets hard. The older you get, it is not easy trying to get this weight off. And I really feel a large part of weight loss is mental too. 
what you're telling yourself about your weight because I had seen something one time before and they was talking about this girl this I think she was a girl a lady and she was real slim and she's always been slim but she just eats what she wants like all the time like if she just eat 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 but she never gained a pound and one of her friends was just so baffled by like guys how did she just never gain she eating man I can eat two a, a donut not and gain 50 pounds it feels like right so the girl was saying the, the, the slim girl was like how she talks to herself was key you know oftentimes we get and so of course the, the girl's like you know what so of course oftentimes you know we get in the mirror and we'd be like oh i'm so fat oh i need to lose weight oh i'm so fat i'm so fat always calling yourself fat words are powerful so you keep calling yourself fat guess what law of attraction says you're gonna you're gonna be fat right this girl she taught she didn't talk to herself like that what she said all the time is you know i eat yeah i eat a lot but i don't gain a pound I don't never gain. I eat what I want. And I don't gain nothing. I eat what I want. And I don't gain nothing. I mean, she just, she always repeated that. And look at life. Laws of attraction. She eats what she wants. And she don't gain nothing. Bam. <laughs> so it just goes to show you. That was such a good example. I was like, dang, I ain't never think about it like that. So I said, let me try that this time. Let me try to look myself in the mirror and be like, hey, this weight coming off me. This weight coming off me. And I'm looking forward to watch this weight come off. Okay. <laughs> so like I said, I know weight is mental. So I'm starting, I'm trying to work on that too. But I just know like it's other things I know that I needed to check in. Um, I also had like a little, a little scare, y'all. Um, I had felt like a little pain kind of sort of in the side like my breasts in the back, you know, I, I try to do my little buddy checks myself. I do oftentimes because, you know, breast cancer, that's a real thing. Cancer, that thing right there, you don't know why, when, how, or where, but that, that baby will pop, could pop up at any moment. And especially if you have a history of that in your family, I mean, you can't afford to be um, afraid of that and think, oh, I hope it's not me, man. Go get yourself checked just to make sure, just to be sure. I mean, always hope that it's not you, of course, but just check out yourself so you can, if it is, if it is your time, you can deal with it properly and you can take the necessary precautions. So that really, really pushed me to, okay, let me make an appointment and let me get this done. As a matter of fact, and I had also some issues and forgive me, this is a little graphic. This is kind of from a ladies, guys, men, no men, feel free to step in and, and listen to if I have some male listeners, because if you're around women, you know, we're in this thing together. We got to, you know, um be there for each other with this and and encourage each other to go to the doctor so you know women our bodies go through so much so many changes and we have sometimes abnormal vaginal bleeding and it can be concerning at some point like what's going on and these days child they making women they're giving them hysterectomies left and right because of that and i, I can't really understand a, i don't know why it's such a huge issue with black women i really gotta look into that but it's scary i mean that's a major history and I know a large part of that comes from signs of abnormal bleeding. So here I am. I got this uncomfortable pain, not whatever this is. It was just real painful. Just I had in my my side of my breast and this vaginal, this abnormal bleeding. I'm like, okay, I, I gotta address this stuff. So first, I'm not gonna lie. Just the thought of potential um, cancer. You know, your mind. Anytime your health is threatened, your mind is gonna immediately think the worst you know you're going to get scared you're going to get fearful and you know um that happened to me I did I, I I got a little I was like oh my gosh all I kept thinking about was my kids and like life and I haven't done this I haven't I mean your mind just I mean watch that 
that mind just goes on it. It goes. And I was just like, oh, no. And I started to cry. I'm not going to lie. I actually started to, like, cry. I but, but one thing I paid attention this time because I'm so aware of myself these days. Um, I allowed it. I didn't fight it. And I allowed myself to be human. And also, I found myself being compassionate for myself because immediately when I had those thoughts, I let, well, wait a minute, Teresa, hold on. First of all, girl, give yourself some grace and give yourself a hand clap because you're even doing something about your concerns like what I did. I made an appointment. So first, give yourself some credit for that. You made an appointment to go. So God is good. You got insurance. Thank God for that. So you're able to go. And also, willing and girl, you're already crying and you're being fearful and thinking about your children and what's not going to happen. But come back to today. You're you're okay right now. Do you have a paper in front of you telling you you have cancer? No. Are you so sick right now you can't get up? No. You're actually pretty okay right now. It's just your mind's just getting away from you. Girl, come back into the day. That's why it's so important to be present because you're okay. And if anything, let that little thought of what if or oh my gosh, I don't know. Rethink that and be like, okay, well, what can I do today? You know what I can do? I can get up and live. Let me go hug my kids a little tighter. Let me go to this coffee shop I may have wanted to go. Let me go just sit and listen to some. I mean, enjoy and live your life and do and just be just be the best self possible because you don't you never know. But don't do that to yourself. So I had to wheel it in. And you know what? It completely changed my whole thought process about it. It did. Allowing, allowing myself to feel, you know, facing that fear. And also addressing it and putting it in its place. It completely turned my mind. So I did just that. I did. I was just like, you know, and even if I I had another crying moment, I was like, it was cries of almost kind of joy a little bit. I was like, you know what, God, I'm thankful just being aware of myself at this moment. It's okay. May I forever will myself in. And it's not that the thoughts don't come. They're going to come. But I'm, I'm aware of it. I'm doing something about it. And even that's something to champion right there. And so, you know, hey, I had to give myself a hand clap. So that one moment of despair a little bit kind of turned into a victory. And that's how you got to get in your head and you got to get control over your thoughts and be so that you don't have to feel like life is consistently beating you up. Fight back. And that's how you do it. But don't forget your compassion. So once I wheeled that in, you know, I said, okay, whew, okay. I know I got to go doctor. I got these appointments ready and the doctor, oh my goodness, the doctor, I end up being connected and aligned with, um, he, and it's so crazy. It's a man. And I had to change doctor's offices and, um, I'm, I'm, Hey, listen, I prefer women. I really do. It's just a thing. I just prefer to have a female doctor. It's not that a man can't tend to me, but it just feels like I just feel more comfortable with women. So and it's a um a, a doctor in our uh city that she's really, really popular, really good black lady. She's like the bomb, the best. And I actually had her a few years ago. So when I called my my old doctor and they weren't taking my insurance no more to my surprise. And I was like, oh, no. So I just said, OK, I got to find a new doctor. So I tried to find my old doctor and um, find out where she was. So I end up getting to her doctor's office and. No surprise to me that she probably was booked and busy because she is. But so I was like, okay. I said, well, is there anybody else? Because I thought to myself, like, well, maybe maybe I could just get into her office and potentially, you know, pivot over to her if there's an opening. 
And so she was like, well, yeah, we do have two other doctors. The lady was telling me she was like, but they're men. And I was like, two male doctors. And I was like, oh, Lord. So here I go in my mind. Then I go mind come, you know, when I told myself, I don't do men. I don't do men. But at this moment, I was like, OK, this ain't the time to, to, to Teresa be open because, you know, you just never know. Stop doing that. Stop just being so stuck in that way. See, get out that way, y'all. Especially as older folks, because, you know, sometimes we can get stuck in a way, be willing to give things a chance. So I asked the lady, I was like, hey, I said, out of the two doctors, I said, which one are the best? I know this ain't a question I asked, you know, but like, who's the best? That lady said with no hesitation, she was like, Dr. Clark. And I was like, okay, let's go with Dr. Clark. (laughs) So not only was I able to get into it with this doc, get into um, my appointment with this doctor, I end up, she she had set me out for an appointment almost a couple of weeks out because, you know, that was his next availability. So, um, you know, but of course I was having this, I mean, I knew I was a new patient. So I was like, okay, well, I, I just took it because I said, well, at least I made the appointment. But I was having a conversation with a, a, one of my good girlfriends and I was telling her about my breast situation. She just was like, Teresa, she's like, you might want to see if you can get a sooner appointment just to, just to be on the safe side, you know, because, you know, you want to get on that or try to go get like a, a breast checked, um, and like I knew, I know it's time for a mammogram and stuff. So I was like, okay, I didn't think about that. So I said, all right. I said, well, let me tomorrow. Let me not, let me take it seriously. So I called again to set an appointment to get like just a, a just a, a routine like mammogram, not the diagnostic. Because I, re- I realized just now that it's, it's two of them. So when I called to make my appointment, the lady was like, okay, she was, fin- she was about to set me up. And she was like, why well, are you having any pain? I was like, yes. And she was like, oh, she said, no, you're going to have to have a, um, a referral from your PCP. Who's your, and I was like, Oh God, I said, well, I'm not in with the guy until a couple of weeks out. And she was like, well, it's worth a try. See if you can get into a sooner appointment. So I was like, okay. I said, okay, that's okay. So because I, 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 I face fear and I, I feel, I, you know, cause sometimes this can fear, this can make you get fearful too. When some, when you feel like things aren't working out, but sometimes stuff not, not, not working out may don't look at it sometimes as a bad thing or, or it's not working out. Sometimes it's a redirection and sometimes redirection can be your blessing. So I got redirected again. Right. So I went back and called the doctor's office and I was like, okay, let me call them and let me see. Let me, let me just try. Cause you never know. You never know. Sometimes we stop ourselves. We like, Oh, they probably going to have no appointment. It's busy. But no, let's just see if they will. So I called back and I, I told the lady, I was like, Hey, um, is there anything maybe sooner, you know? Uh, cause I'll just let her know that I was having pain. Now I was a little more specific with my concerns about my visit. So the lady came back and was like, you know what? She said, you, you, you are in luck because Dr. Clark has an appointment that's actually um, this upcoming Monday, same time as my original. And and when I tell you, mind you, I called on a Friday. I, I think it was, no, it was a Thursday of that previous week. And I called again on Friday to see if they had other appointments. By that Monday, she booked me for an appointment with Dr. Clark. And I was like, oh, God, I was like, I just, when I hung up that phone, I just was like, oh, God, I know that's you. I know that's you. And I just, I cried and I just, I just, it was just so, it, the tears was just joy and just fear and just love. And just, it was just, I just let myself just be human. And just, I was so thankful in that moment. Cause I was like, Ooh, oftentimes we don't stop and appreciate when things happen like that. Cause sometimes things just don't happen that smoothly, you know? So got my appointment. I was like, Ooh, thank you. So, so, you know, at, at, at some point, you know, that can also cause a fear because once again, that fear I always find its way of creeping up. Ugh. Because I was then I started thinking maybe a little bit like, oh shoot, that point was kind of quick. Could it be something? 
here, here those thoughts come again. Once again, I had to get on my post. I had to get on my post. Oh, no, Therese, don't do that. Just be thankful that you get in there early and you get into it early. If, if it's anything, we ain't claiming that. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I had to really, I had to get, I had to get with myself. Sometimes you got to get with yourself. Okay. So went to the doctor. I mean, when I tell y'all guys, this doctor, he was a young black man too. Oh man. When I tell you, if I could give, if there was more ratings to give other than a five star, he gets it times 10. I mean, he was so respectful. He was relatable. I mean, he made me feel so comfortable. I mean, it, it was, it was just, it was, it was like, God just be knowing what you need sometimes. And it just made me feel good. I was open about my health and which I'm open anyway, cause I don't play about just me overall, but with stuff like thinking of cancer or possible history, you know, that stuff that, you know, this, that, got, that gets a little more scary, you know? And then not to mention when I got there, my blood pressure was extremely high and let me tell you something. Check your blood pressure, y'all, because blood pressure is sneaky deaky because you could be around here feeling, thinking you're OK and y- your pressure is out of control. It's out of there. And, but, you know, they say blood pressure. That's the, like the silent killer. And it is. And so when I got there, she, I was like, oh, my God, why is my pressure? High? And the girl was like, before I saw the doctor, she was like, oh, goodness, let me check this again. And she checked it again. and It was still high. And I'm talking about like 170 or one like 180 or something over 111 like it was numbers like that so i was like okay and sometimes that blood pressure medicine that blood medicine that blood pressure machine it be squeezing your arm so tight you'll be feeling like your pressure going up and i guess that's the point but so the girl just was like you okay i said so i'll just sit in a comment like i don't know i don't know i don't maybe it could I, i'm just i just told her i'm just happy i'm here and she said, she was like, girl, he might put you on some blood pressure medicine with this. I said, oh, Lord, because I've heard about blood pressure medicine. I'm like, oh, here we go. But I just thought, I said, you know, Teresa, you here. Don't even don't go there once again. I'm staying on post. So once I got in with the doctor, he just, like I said, so comfortable, beautiful. We had great conversation. He really just got to know me as a person for a little bit before we got into the nitty gritty. So he did. He started. He said, OK, we're going to he just say okay we're going to order this order that for you he just really got in there with like okay we finna you here i'm here to help you take care of you and so when he did mention he was like that that pressure is high he said we're going to check it again before you leave he's like he said i'm going to start you on just a, a little blood pressure medicine so i was like i took a deep breath i was like okay that's okay i'm not gonna be i know i need to lose the weight i know there's other things that i need to change probably with my eating and stuff and i i, I was already thinking to myself i need to get more and more serious about my health so i was like I, I'm, I'm ready it's time anyway because i want to be my best self so go ahead doctor and i told him I, it was one little blood pressure medicine called lisinopril that i heard in in the black community that was horrible and i was like oh doctor, please don't give me that and he was laughing like oh no he said no i'm gonna give you this and he told me what it was and he said it's kind of like it's going to make you go a lot. And I was like, so he said that. I was like, ooh, I said, that might make me lose some weight. So, <laughs> so I said, okay, it's cool. I work from home. So I said, it's fine. Just, let's, let's just do it. So once we left um, the office, though, the girl took, took my pressure again. And luckily, my pressure did come down significantly. So that was a good thing. So I was like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe it's nothing. But I wasn't going to be hard hit. I said, you know what? I'm going to still try. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this blood pressure medicine. I'm going I'm to I'm take care of myself. I'm going to do this because I want to I want to be better and I'm going to do I'm going to do right. So he set up all my diagnostic. And I tell you, though, those other appointments I had to make because I had to get a diagnostic mammogram so you can really see what's going on in there. And I had to get like a special um, uh, vaginal ultrasound, too, also on my area, my uterus, just to see what's going on, you know, down there. So that following 
that week, my appointment was on a Monday, how things just was lining up for me. Like I had an appointment with that diagnostic test like the next day. I had an appointment for blood work like that following Monday. I had an appointment for my other appointment at that end of that Friday. And I mean, everything just lined up and I was just like, you know what? Thank you. Thank you. I just, and see how sometimes you just gotta, you gotta start walking and that, and that path will be made for you, especially if you're going in the right direction, but you got to get up and move. And I'm glad I got up and moved. So Got all my testing done. And the good thing about the, the mammogram, that because this was my first time getting it, and I've never had that done before. And, then, you know, people used to say it hurts, but it really didn't hurt that much. But I love that they give you your results right then and there. And that was very, you know, refreshing because sometimes, you know, the waiting is it's challenging to wait when you're waiting on results. But luckily, y'all, everything came back fine. I was fine. It was nothing to be concerned about. They was like, you know, they just were not going to follow up with me, of course, because I am 40. So, but everything was just fine. And I just, I was just so thankful in that moment. And I thought back to, you know, see how if I would allow myself to trip and I didn't even have the diagnosis, the diagnosis yet. And even before I got there, just how the mind, if I wouldn't have got myself together, I would have been worried and depressed all these days and all type of stuff that, that the negative thoughts do to you. And so it just made me feel even more good of turning that situation around and speaking more to what I want and also you know just being grateful so I was thankful for that so then I was like okay good Oof. I was like one thing down one more thing to go so um I got my my blood pressure medicine so I started taking that so I was just like okay because I didn't know how to how my body may have reacted to this medicine so I remember my doctor had told me to just make sure I drink water and I was not being hard headed. I was trying to stay hydrated. And one day, you know, um, I end up getting like real lightheaded and dizzy a little bit. I was like, oh, Lord. I was like, no, no, no. So I just um kind of made sure I eat and lay down to tend to myself. And when I ate a little bit more, I felt a little bit better. So I was like, OK, you know, I'm taking a new medicine. And so I had reached out to one of my um my godmother's uh, well, she's like a godmother to me. She's been she's been with me um during this time, like in, in, in sidebar. Listen, if you have older women around you, um, especially ones that they love and pour into you, talk about health with them, especially if they're older, because they can they sometimes they, you can share notes and they can give you kind of insights about what to look forward to. Because they, like you said, um, my God, mama, she's she's about in her 50s or so. So she has a little bit more living a life. She's lived in more and she has health things. But, you know, she knows about pressure in her body as a woman changing. And so it was good to talk to her because she kind of helped me to understand just certain things to look kind of watch out for for my body as it goes into this age. Because I don't I don't know Teresa's body at, at 40. I don't know what to look forward to. So to talk to somebody older because they 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 kind of been through certain things, especially when it's health related. If they have been through that, they can kind of gear you and prepare you. And you know, so she was just like, oh, you know, she told me, oh, Teresa, that's 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 normal. She said it's okay. Your body's just adjusting. So she kind of walked me through it and told me just you know still take it and just make sure you drink. And so I was like, so it, it was comfort. More to the story, it was comfort, and I appreciated that. So it kind of helped me to, you know, okay, Teresa, don't be scared and not take it. And you know, no give it a chance. And I did. And so I was able to, you know, just drink my water and just be mindful of myself. And so everything's fine. So me and the, me and the medicine right now, we working together. <laughs> and, um, so, okay. So I had my vaginal appointment coming up. Right. So had that done. And, um, cause that was also another concerning area and I ended up getting my results back from that. And that was also fine. 
nothing she, my, my my lining was fine so apparently maybe i'm just getting older i don't know but me and my daughter will talk about it but as far as like anything to be concerned about down there teresa i was okay and when i tell you i, I was just I, I was so thankful i was so grateful i was and and i was just so glad i i i, I uh took care of myself but just i just explained to y'all though the process just to give y'all some some food for thought on how to deal and just confront things that's going on with you and, and fight that fear. And don't do that to yourself. Get control over your thoughts and just take care of yourself and see about you. But also, don't forget to be human and don't forget to be afraid of yourself and don't forget to um, give yourself compassion in that process, because it doesn't have to be as scary as it may seem when it comes to, you know, facing your health. OK, so take care of you. I know I kind of gave you all a little story time a little bit, but I had to had to share my experience so I can let you know, first of all, that I'm in this with you. And I mean that and that we, and, and also give you some tools to help you deal with things and deal with yourself, especially when it comes to your health. So. So the celebrations for me at the, it really just got even more better. So that's why, you know, me and my son, I was so glad we went to the concert together because I really, really was celebrating. I mean, just life in general, good results, just everything. Y'all better get out here and live this thing, okay? Live life because that is your, your part of your balance because the problems are going to be there. The, the, the health scares, are gonna, that's going to be there. But don't forget if you have a chance. If you have an opportunity to live and enjoy those around you. So, you know, this concert with me and my son, you know, it, it, it was kind of personal. <laughs> I mean, we just really lived. We really had fun and really had a good time. And and it was just great. And when I look back over my overall January, I was like, girl, you've been partying left and right with these kids. <laughs> I mean, and, and I love it. I, I love it. Instead of me, you know, always thinking, oh, God, you know, January, to be, I got to pay for this and pay for that. You know, I was just like, I'm thankful just to be celebrating with, with everybody and having a, a reason to, to live your life. And that's important because it makes you want to get up and do life. Right. And so and and, and and so it just gives you joy. And that's what you got to find in life to meet, in, in the midst of the health scares, in the midst of your thoughts, in the midst of of whatever's going on. Find that joy and appreciate those that love you and that's around you. And don't take any moments of of just life and love. Don't take it for granted. Don't take it for granted and get around young people, man. When I tell you, I had so much fun hanging around young people. That's why I kind of love low key that my son likes hanging with me because it, it, it's something about sometimes hanging with young people that just keeps you youthful. <laughs> and also it's a moment to teach too and, and share with these young folks. Cause my kids, they had a, um, I had a little, uh, uh, sweet 16 sleepover with my, uh, twins. I shared that with y'all. And let me tell you, I had such a, we had such a good time hanging around those kids. Oh, my goodness. Time is just just you being there and your energy is priceless. I get all the grandiose, you know, big balloons and parties and people like to throw on for the kids. And hey, if, if you're blessed enough to do it, hey, do your thing. But don't discredit just your, just you as being the main the main gift, your presence, your time, your conversations, because me and the girls, we had a good time. The guys was there, too. And um. 
I had the girls with me because, you know, I'm a girl's girl and I love being around the young girls because, you know, I like to be auntie, mama, god sister, whatever to them because, you know, they need us. These young people need us. So we and the girls had a little we had a little kind of teen summit and we sat down and we just started talking about life. And I, I, I let them, the girls be comfortable. And I was open. I said, hey, y'all, it's an open floor here. So, hey, don't feel scared. My daughter I already knows she can talk to me about anything and you girls can, too. So we just started talking about life. We were talking about sex. We were talking about just boys and how we dealing with school and mental health. And I was sharing with them a little bit of my tea, like when I was young. And I mean, and we just really it just felt good to give those girls something to think about. So when you get around these young folks, y'all start sharing stories and talking to them and sharing your experiences. Because oftentimes, sometimes they don't get that. Because one of the little girls, it was so funny. <laughs> we was playing this game of truth. It was a truth and dare birthday birthday thing birthday game, and so she didn't do the dare, so she had to uh, somebody had to ask her a truth or dare question. So the question was, it was something like, "What are you fearful of? What what scares you or some what scares you the most?" And she was like. My mama going through my phone. <laughs> I bust out. I was like, oh, child, I bet her mama don't want to hear this. <laughs> but I was like, oh, wow. It just took up my soul when she said that. But so that's what I'm saying. And the fear and the, but the, the point that even if she's scared, I get it. A lot of times it's hard to, con, you know, that we don't want to have these scary conversations with kids. But hey, get in there. That just that just right. When she made that statement, I was like, oh, I know. I don't know everything about my kids. I know it's some stuff they hold their vest, but. I'm glad that we do have an open door policy because, honey, I don't want you to be scared to come talk to me. Please come talk to me so I can help you with that. So you don't got to flex you on your own. <laughs> OK, but nonetheless, you know, get around these young folks and, and, and bring them in, bring them in and really share. Because even if you're not a parent or if you're not, um, you know, an auntie or anything, just being an older a mentor, just if you're around young folks, young women, young girls, get in there and um and share your story and. And also let, let them know that it, you, that you're human and you understand. And it just it, it's a it's a beautiful thing. That's how we connect, and that's how we we find purpose sometimes with with ourselves, right? Because life is about finding purpose, okay? And we all have one, and we all have something special. And we all have something to give. But most importantly, be sure to do all that for yourself first and foremost, okay? Period. Poo. So, guys, listen. This Sunday. I just had to touch on health real quick, y'all. I had to touch on this 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 situation that we need to have more conversations about, especially in in in, in the black community. I mean, not even the black community, in all communities, but you know, because I'm black, you know, I I I resonate with that only because that's that's what I am in this world. So you know, I, I have to yeah, I try to speak to my people, but I'm speaking to everybody because we're all human, you know, everybody, black, white, Puerto Rican, don't matter. Tend to yourself, take care of yourself and don't forget to live and get in that carousel of your mind and get control. You know, this one thing, but it's funny. I said a carousel. I just thought about it. You know how sometimes, you know, your thoughts do go round and round. But when you think about a carousel, carousels don't move fast. They go slow. And when you go slow, you have a tendency to be aware of things a little more, a little more, um, a little more better when things are going slow. So even though your your mind may go round and round, look at it as a carousel. Take your time so that you're willing to address this stuff and you can still enjoy the ride. You know how it's always, if you ever been on the carousel, you ever notice how you be a little, it be kind of peaceful. <laughs> you know, sometimes you got to ride on there with your kids, but sometimes that'd be like the calmest time for both of y'all. Cause they just sit and they just go up and down. You just probably either standing or sitting and you just riding for a minute, just relaxing. 
So <laughs> think about that. Think of your mind as a carousel. Okay. It's lots going on because, you know, carousel is always very festive. It's horses. It's all type of designs everywhere. Yeah. So it's a lot going on like your mind. It's a lot going on. But slow it down so that you can enjoy that ride inside your mind. Okay. Look at me. Bars. <laughs> I need to be a rapper. <laughs> but like always, guys, listen, I love y'all and I want you to love yourself and live your life and choose things that make you happy. And pay attention to yourself and take care of yourself. I can't stress it enough. So it looks like y'all this year, we might be taking a journey with, with Teresa with health. Okay. And I hope y'all here for it. Cause I'm here for it. And, and we, we gonna, we gonna get this thing called right while we have a chance. Right. Okay. So like always guys, stay happy, stay healthy and stay whole and get out here and live okay i told donis i said hey when our next concert are you ready and he was like yep <laughs> all right until next time